1: So, Corey D's got the first one. Thanks, Corey. Really appreciate it. He says, our offense was ugly and out of sync. No imagination or creativity from Reese. No running back screens, jet sweeps. No way I'm alone in this line of thinking. This leads me to my question for you. I know you've been impressed with Tommy Reese's first two games. What were, what was your thought process on the play calling in this game? This is a solid day. Wasn't
2: great. I mean, again, I don't know what you're supposed to go to when your offensive line can't block anybody. You know, everybody's asking for like running back screens. Purdue was playing the running back screen. So what he did today was, is they didn't have any running back screens, but you know, he had a couple plays where he got the backs out in space, Uh, had one where he hits Kyron Wayne or Chris Tyree for a 19 yard gain. I thought that those things were not necessarily there as much. What was there today I thought was some deep stuff. And the thing that he didn't go to today that I think he has to go to everything in this offense is too vertical oriented. It's all go routes, seam routes and it wasn't corners. Wasn't wasn't much of this. There's no levels. And when you're getting pressure this much, there's plays where Jack Cone's getting hit, and it's like, get, people people's like, get rid of the ball. And I'm looking, I'm like,
1: who's he going to get rid of the ball to? Right, there's no check down. There's, there's nobody no, to throw to It's because it's this. Right, it's
2: all- and, and so that I, – I don't think he lacks imagination or creativity. Just because things aren't working doesn't mean you lack creativity and imagination. I thought there was stuff there today that, that was creative. You either, A, didn't execute it. Uh, here's a great example. Okay, the touchdown pass to Avery Davis – Mm-hmm. So they ran that out of, uh, out of a trip set. So that's a three receiver Good. set. Correct. They ran a hitch and an option with no, a hitch with the number one, which is like six yards and stop. Number three guy runs a six yard option route. What they've been running with that concept all year Vince, is either a corner route, which is a breaking route outside, which they De- Avery caught a couple of cor- an, an out and out in a corner route today mm-hmm. and, or they'll run a wide fade. That's what Purdue is expecting. And on went, that play, he went vertical, stemmed the guy outside, thinking, "Oh, here I go outside!" And then, bam, beat him back to the post and beat touchdown. Him
1: bad, like it was a great route. It's a great.
2: It's, it's it was a great. It was a great route, great yeah. ball, but a great play yeah. call.
1: Yeah, because
2: you know what they're expecting. They're expecting you to run the out uh, some sort of corner or wide fade. A wide fade yeah. basically means you're going vertical and then you work outside. Correct. So as soon as that cornerback saw outside, he bit hard. It was a great top end by Avery that's that's i mean if how's that not creative i'm Absolutely. prepared i know i'm in i'm anticipating what how they're going to play this route so i'm going to make a play call that's going to be there yeah right yeah. i mean that that is there there was other stuff that was there that you just can't protect but i'm i'm, I'm at the point now where after three games where it's like okay you got to stop blaming the line for that because you know they can't pass block so sure. stop calling four verts and all these long you know routes and start saying hey we're going to call a what they need to do is like we're going to call you know maybe a couple of verts over here but we're going to run kind of a a seam route by the backside number 2 but then we're going to bring number 1 on a drive route
1: sure right and i and look from, from an offensive play calling standpoint as i'm sitting basically in the booth right like looking down mm-hmm. i get it because right. they were single covering Braden Lindsay and Kevin Austin all the time like Right, i i it was amazing you know i was talking to my son and i'm like dude they're single covering they're they're up in his face like but there was one where Braden Lindsay ran a stop route essentially, and they were trying to cover him deep and they were worried about him going deep. He ran like two stop routes in a row. I go, Dylan, check this out. He's going to go, he's going to run a go route right now. He's going to stem and just hit it. And that's exactly what they did. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, Is that the one where he dropped the pass or was it a different? No, it was a different one. They, he went actually to Avery Davis's side. uh, I'm sorry to uh, Austin's side on, on that particular play, but it's like, it's it's tempting as a play caller when you see one-on-one and you know you've got the dudes to beat those guys to not call it you know what i mean like i Mm -hmm. get it it's just you got to understand that he's not getting the time to necessarily throw those at sometimes he Mm -hmm. is but not on a consistent basis and that's the problem you've got you've gotta you've got to you got to kind of bite the bullet and run some stuff underneath you know what i mean does that make sense like you, yeah. get you, you just, like,
2: you have to adjust and say, Hey, look,
1: yeah, yeah we like this vertical
2: stuff, but we also right. have to do some, some, you know, the vertical concepts are actually horizontal stretches. They need to run. Now they did that a couple times. They ran a flood concept and hit Avery over the top on an outcut. Uh They ran a smash where they, they threw it over top of the corner. Jack threw a couple great balls on that. One was on that corner route. It was on a, it was on a second and long, I believe Vince and, and uh, converted that it was after a sack, Thought that was a great concept, um, you know. So there was some not great concept. I mean, it's a, a relatively basic concept, but it was it was called at the right time sure. against the right look. Sure. So I thought there's some good stuff today, but let, let's give Purdue a little bit of credit too. They were prepared for that, and and Purdue had some things. The protection schemes are a mess. That's the one thing that needs to get fixed. Sure. It's not just okay. You blame the offensive line, but they had two sacks today or two hits on the quarterback today, where it was literally no one touched them, and it was because there was no one to account for him, or at least they didn't know who to account for them. And, and that to me is a, is a, is a big one. There was,
1: there was, there was one time my buddy texted me, uh, who's an O line coach. And he goes, they tried to shift the protection to the left. He goes, that's the worst shifting to the left protection I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know? And, and I don't, I didn't see which play that was. I was like, okay, that pretty much tells me a lot of what I need to know. You know what I mean? It was like, it's not good.
2: They're just not on the same page when it comes to the protection right. schemes. And, yep. and and that's a coaching thing.
1: That's a player thing. That's a everybody's got to get this figured out. Um, Sean's got a super chat here since we're talking about the offensive mm-hmm. line. He says, do you think Kristofic earned more time at left guard? He had a good block on the Williams touchdown run.
2: I thought Zeke Correll was in the game on the Williams touchdown, Williams touchdown run. So I'm actually going to pull that play back up. Because I thought, was he at right guard on that play, Vince? Kristofic.
1: Yeah. We'll see I'm not, right I'm not sure. Play. I I I'm not sure. I remember when I remember Kristaffic coming in early uh at yeah. left first. Um and I thought that they had pushed Zeke to right, but it was actually Madden. the five and the two or the six get yeah fuzzy for me from far away. Yeah,
2: I'm I'm gonna have to find that play because I thought that was I thought that was Corell. But perhaps perhaps Christoph was on the right side. Cause I was looking cause I thought Tosh and um I thought Tosh and and Carell got real good movement on that play. I'm gonna go look at the the replay. A lot, a lot of it,
1: obviously. I mean, Kyron Williams broke, I think, four tackles on that yeah. particular play. Uh,
2: Christophic was... was not in the game on that play.
1: Okay. Yeah.
2: No. Yeah. That was that run was mostly about Kyron. <sighs> but here's what I liked about that run, though, Vince. And again, the line was pretty much bad today. And and at, and and we'll we'll get to that here in a second. But Tosh and Zeke got real good movement on that play, which allowed Kyron to get past the line before anybody hit him right and then he was kind of able to squirt around once you get past the line with nobody hitting you that's where a good running back like Kyron's gonna then be able to make some people miss
1: and there were a few times where he was like a shoestring away from breaking something so was Tyree like both of them both of them absolutely correct and it was like there was a couple times like oh my and
2: and and the line wasn't playing well but what they were doing Vince is they were playing hard yeah, today which we haven't seen right away, and, and, and that's and where so, I was yeah. impressed
1: the most with that. Right,
2: I I did think Kane Madden had a really nice second level block on that play as well. Okay, but I thought Kristofic did okay when I saw him in there. He had a couple. He had a nice. He had a nice block on a on a nice run play. They kind of cut back inside of you know near him. So I thought he did a good job. I'd play him more, you know, because hey, you know those linemen they get tired, right? Sure, I mean, sure. You know, oh yeah, no, Notre Dame's no, joint the only team in the country whose lineman heard. can't can't. uh but they the tackles in the game. center.
1: It's tackles in the center, they don't get tired. Just the guards, right? Yeah.
2: Not right. Exactly. Tackles are fine. But but no, I mean I thought I thought the guards played a lot better today. Now, they're not still not that good. They had a lot of issues today. I mean, Kane gave up another hit. They, they still they weren't they still weren't good, but they were awful the last two weeks. Correct. They battled today. Yeah. That's what I like to I, see.
1: And obviously I'm going to go back and look at it. It just seemed like every time something went wrong Josh Lug was on the receiving Josh end had a local. rough day today. He had a rough day. I mean there was yeah.
2: one play Vince where he literally just got bullied into the quarterback. He he, he got and, pushed and, and back look, into cone it, like it's a technique thing. I mean it's just it's just why? it's what it's what we talked about last week when you're on your heels and you're an offensive tackle you're just going to you're, you got you're it. just it, this this week they played Last week they were playing MAC players. This week they're playing George Karloftis and, and Big Ten players. Sure, and those guys are just—I mean, that—that's embarrassing to see that. And again, I—you know—I don't put that on Josh to be completely honest with you, because you're now three games in and you're—you're you're still pl- blocking that way. That's what you're being taught to do. You just
1: can't. Stand you're either teaching up it like or that. you're allowing
2: it. One of yeah, the two. And we're seeing with Tosh like too. That. I mean, Tosh had the same problems. I mean, yeah, he was giving up the inside. He's on his heels, and they're just beating him inside too easily. But. Here's the deal, right? Even though the guards didn't play great, on the 62-yard pass to Avery Davis, that's what pass protection is supposed to look like. Jack drops. They get a wide rush. Up. He climbs the pocket. Yeah. Uh, Zeke Correll and Jarrett Patterson stone guys at the point of attack. Yeah. gave Jack a really nice, clean pocket, and he
1: let loose with a bomb, right? Yeah. And and that's what it's supposed to
2: look like. We got some more Super Chats, Vince, that yeah, sure. I want to get to.
1: let hit a couple of these. I've been, I'm kind of going in order. Richard Maltby, thank you, sir, uh, says Tommy Reese is an absolutely amazing play caller. The only thing he was missing was a shot play, courtesy of Tyler Buckner. I will say this, and I, I saw somebody say it in the chat, Tyler Buckner did tweak a hamstring, mm-hmm. uh, and that's why he didn't come back in the game. There was a couple opportunities, I think, where they would have liked to have him in the game. Um, but he couldn't. Uh, and so that's why he didn't. You come saw back. it. And it was on that long run that he had when they were backed up in their own, like near their
2: own end zone. And he, it was like second and long or third long. And he took off running and picked up the, picked first, up the down. first down. He kind of hobbled off the field after that. Like you gotcha. could see he started to kind of come up a little bit lame oh, okay. as he was running. And then he kind of and then the trainers went and looked at him, and I don't think we saw him again. We might have right. seen, but he didn't play much after that if he played at all. Right. After that. Okay,
1: gotcha. So right. that looked cool. like
2: the play where where he, he was out. That
1: makes so sense. That
0: makes sense. I,
2: I thought Tommy called a good day today. I wasn't as impressed with Tommy today as I was the first two games, but I still think he called a solid game.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If I was going to
1: rank his three games so far, this is number three for me. But that doesn't necessarily mean he called a bad game. That just means I thought he called two really good games before. Uh, I was looking for a little more. I I agree with one of the posters. I, I was looking for a little bit more. But, again, you are hamstrung a little bit with yeah what but see that but doing. see that's
2: the issue though vince is you're you know what your line is right now exactly you, that's you, why it's, it's what we said early more. in the week yeah. you've got to have a in your back pocket hey, a we're not blocking anybody game plan today and and that's what i'm saying is like you right. know th- there, there are some screen opportunities you know we're not seeing them take advantage of the tackles getting their butts kicked you know run something underneath run it run across you know like Do what other teams do, you know. Use Mayer to go on a corner route, have a hitch route, send a a free release by your back on a slide, and then bring a drive route right back, replacing that. Those are things that they can do, that I see other teams do. That you know, things that I've done in the past that I know work against really aggressive front fours. He's gonna have to alter. Like, look, hey, look, this may not be who you like to be. You may be a a, a a horizontal stretch guy. I get that, but you're gonna have to alter this. But you're gonna have to put some. You have to build some stuff into your offense to where if they're especially Brayden Lindsay. Everything to Braden Lindsey is either an out cutter or deep route. I mean, give me a screen, give me a cross, give me right. a something, you know? Sure. Give me a drive route, give me something with him. Uh that's something that I'd like to see as well. So yes, he did a he did a really good job. Uh I don't I, I yeah, I, we're going to see some shots to Tyler Buckner, but I, I thought he he I called.
1: And they made good adjustments at halftime too, I thought. Sure. Sure. Josh Phillips, thank you for the super chat. He says, Irish offense left a lot of opportunities slip away today. O-line a little bit better, but still a work in progress. Not a dominant win, but Irish 3-0. This should have been a blowout. Yes. They I had mean, opportunities you, to blow and, them and out.
2: And let's, let's talk about the offense a little bit here, Vince, as we work through these. So the missed okay. opportunities. You had Jack Cone missing two deep balls late in the first half. He uh, And part of, the, part of this is a receiver problem. If you want to get real about it, part of it's a Jack Cone problem. Number one, he allowed the pass rush to bother him too much in the first half. He was he was rushing his feet. He wasn't stepping and throwing like he did on the throw to Avery Davis. And that's he why was kind of his like
1: throws were throw, his throws were low or high. Or high. Like they sailed yeah.
2: or went low. One of the Correct. two. That's the sign of a that's to, to Vince's point. The sign of a quarterback who's rushing his technique is he's either driving it down or sailing it consistently. And he was doing that a lot. He was either driving it down or he was sailing it today. And like they caught a break on the, the the throw to Michael Mayer when they got the defensive holding. I mean, he just drove that thing right into the ground because he it was, was not a catchable. This technique. Ball. It was mm-hmm. not a catchable mm-hmm. ball at all. And, and so those are things we saw from Jack early. Second half, we saw Jack playing a cleaner game, we saw Jack stepping up with conviction. Getting out of the pocket, buying time, you know, in a not rushed way. And he went six of nine in this. Let me, let me pull up his numbers, Vince, because his his first half, second half numbers were just ridiculously different. Uh, so his first half numbers were, let me, let me get down to it here. Uh, although the one throw he made in the first half, which was great, here's, here's a, another, here's one of them, here's probably my, uh, from the game, talking about Tommy Reese. My my favorite play call of the game was the Avery Davis one. The second one was the fourth and three that they scored on early in the game to Kyron Williams. They went pre-snap and sort of a bunch look. And then, pre- and then before they snapped the ball, because remember what we said during the week? Why aren't they doing more shifting, right? So what they did before that play is they shifted where they put the two tight ends outside. And it forced Purdue to expand their defense. And it put their inside slot guys in ISOs. Now, Purdue actually defended it pretty well because they dropped their middle linebacker right there, but Kyron won. Again, ISO against a slot guy. Kyron beat that guy, and he's going to win that nine out of ten times. Jack saw the linebacker and quickly rips off that. As soon as Kyron made that outside break, Jack threw it in the hole, and it would have moved the chains. It was a chain-moving play. But then Kyron makes a guy miss and then goes and scores. And so that was part of what I loved about Kyron is he was playing like, I'm a freaking All-American, I'm a captain, and I almost cost my team the game last week. That's not happening this week. And I love that. I love that. Look, you're going to make mistakes. What do you do about it? And Kyron came out today and played hard and made big-time plays. But that was a big-time throw where he gave his guy a chance. That was also a great play call because, again, he did that pre-snap shift. Purdue was not quite ready for what was coming, and they snapped the ball, and he's got the iso. So I thought that was another another really good play call. that's creativity if I've ever seen creativity right and that's yeah. him doing some of the things that we've talked about him needing to do. but back to Jack Cohn, he was nine of 22 for 86 yards in the first half. Now there's a couple drops, but they weren't big drops. they were you know a couple plays that you know might have been tough catches. But he was just missing guys. That throw to to Joe Austin or Joe Joe Austin, Joe Austin. (laughs) He overthrew Kevin Austin. That was the two. The they they receivers struggled today. They did. They dropped balls. Joe Wilkins needed to catch that cross. We've we've well, yes, but it it can't be that high. No, I agree with you. Right? But he needs to catch. Here's when was the last time you've seen a Notre Dame receiver lay out for a pass? But. You're you're it's Jack Home, You're man. a fifth year senior. It was it was extended. You got to put that. You got to drive that. But that's the Agreed. point Vince, is you're sailing it because you're rushing your. If you go back and watch it, he rushes through and he throws it high. Mm-hmm. You've got to put that ball right on him, and Joe catches that and he's running for a little bit. Right. You can't miss Kevin. You you can't make those. You can't make those misses. He goes nine of twenty two for eighty six yards in the first half. His second half numbers six of nine for one hundred and thirty seven yards and a touchdown. And he should, have had a, he should have been seven for nine for 176 because he went 137. That would have been a 39-yard touchdown of Brayden Lindsey. That's what, 176 yards? He should have been seven of nine for 176 yards and two touchdowns in the second half if Brayden Lindsey doesn't drop that pass. Kevin Austin also dropped the deep ball that he puts right on him. Hey, that guy was on top of Kevin. Jack throws it where Kevin's got to go up and get it, and he doesn't do it. Kevin struggled today. And we've talked about their inability to get off the press before. Remember, we talked about this. I think was on the floor. Say, hey, if I'm a team down the road, I'm going to say, I'm going to press Notre Dame. We've talked about this. We have seen this. Why can't Dell Alexander see this? And today, Purdue, without their best cornerback even playing, Corey Trice didn't play today. Their backup cornerback and their not best cornerback, their number two cornerback, were jamming the Notre Dame receivers off the line all day. Right. And, and, and it got in Kevin Austin's head.
1: Yeah. It he did. Got it. He got worked on the sideline, and there was yes. there was a couple of times where Cone threw it out of bounds. But he, and you know people are oh they're not even giving him a chance, you know. Right. I mean? He had to throw it out of bounds because his guy had his no guy chance got, of catching. Now I'd like to see him. You know,
2: I got to go back and watch that play. Maybe there's a you know another route to go to. He just kind of locked in on Kevin on that play. I, I don't. I got to go back and look at the rest. But yeah, you're right, Vince. It's like oh he got driven out of bounds. I'm just gonna you know. Right. I want to see Jack probably do something a little different with it, but to your that's point, fair. you know, that's to fair. your point, it was just like, okay, you, you can't. But that's something we've talked about. And, and look, if you think that Purdue's corners are effective doing that, wait till you see what Wisconsin and Cincinnati's yeah. corners are going to do these next couple
1: weeks. That's going to be real interesting. So they're they, going
2: to have to make those corrections, Vince. And this has been yeah. a problem for years. And so, I mean, it, it's a frustrating thing. It's is, not going to get is, fixed it's not going to get fixed it's not no they big. don't they don't teach press release in them. right they,
1: no they don't they haven't
2: done it for they haven't done it since since Mike Denbrock left right they haven't been good at off the off press in, in the last 4 years they just have the now 5 years yeah so it's not going to get fixed so it, they're just relying on those guys being better that's as simple as that. Yeah. No, another super chat, chat here from Rick. But...
1: Uh, thank you, Rick. He says, been creeping on the channel for a week now. He goes, I live five minutes away from the horseshoe, so you know I need friends. Go Irish. Hashtag David Grimes caught that ball.
2: That's that Stanford 07 game. Heck, yes, he <laughs> caught that ball. Heck, yes, he <laughs> caught that ball. <laughs> it was that touchdown, right? It should have been a flipping touchdown. Yeah. yeah, One of the worst replay calls ever because they actually overruled it. Remember, I believe I, if I'm correct, Vince, I believe that they ruled it a touchdown right. on the field, and then right. overruled it. <laughs> so, oh my gosh, that's terrible. Ter- and if he lives by the shoe, then you know you're probably loving life because you know Ohio State needed the fourth quarter to pull away from Tulsa today. Yeah. All right. Uh, Tulsa. Who, who did Tulsa lose to in their first game? Oh, that's right, UC Davis. I mean, Tulsa's zero three. So. Uh, But Travion Henderson went off today. The freshman running back from Ohio State, 277 yards on 24 carries. Uh, but yes, if you live near the shoe, my friend, I apologize. I feel for you. <laughs> you've got you've got more friends in, in Notre Dame friends in Ohio than you realize. It's just all of y'all are walking around like keeping it quiet as kept. Like man, I ain't telling anybody. I'm a Notre Dame fan. It's fair, uh, it's fair. but I, I appreciate you being a part of, of what Absolutely. we're doing. We got some more offensive super chat. Yeah. I think Patrick Barnes had one at one point in time up okay. there.
1: This is a defensive one, but we already talked about the defense. I just want to throw it up, Chris. Yes, thank you very much. J.D. Bertrand is a heck of a football player. Keep up the good work, fellas. Thank you, Chris really appreciate that uh next one down just going in order so i don't miss any i I don't did we miss miss one from
2: patrick barnes earlier
1: or have you not got to that one yet i don't think i probably have gotten to it yet um uh leland hartley thank you very much for the super chat he says happy about the win thought the line was better today but i'm still concerned going forward does the big game from davis keep defenses zeroing in on Mayer and austin love the show thanks you guys look anytime another guy besides michael Mayer has a big day That gives more for a defensive coordinator to worry about. Notre Dame has weapons. Notre Dame. They took away Michael Mayer. Good.
2: They took away Michael Mayer. One catch for Michael Mayer, Vince, and Kevin Austin was terrible. Yeah. And Braden Lindsey drops a surefire touchdown. It didn't matter. And Kevin Austin didn't have a great day either because he was awful today. I mean, but but you know what? Kyron Williams balled out. Avery Davis balled out, and when given the opportunity, Chris Tyree made plays. Correct. I mean, that's what makes this team so dangerous, is because right. you can you can take their best player out and Michael Mayer. Their second best player can take himself out <laughs> by just not playing well. Their th- third best pass game player drops up after smoking a corner. I mean, just I mean, he that was. I mean, he exploded past that guy, just <laughs> drops it. Right. Yeah. Just uh, and, it. and it didn't matter because Avery Davis goes off and Kyron rips off two big plays. And, sure. And that's just, that's just what makes this team so
1: dangerous, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Richard, thank you, Richard. He says, Kyle Hamilton yeah. took over the game in the second half he was, and it excellent. was beautiful. And I he agree. fed off the D
2: line. That's the thing I liked about it. He fed off the D line, you know, like the D line was playing great and he went out and, 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 uh, really i thought stepped up and made some
1: big time plays in the game john thanks for the super chat just a super chat no comment but we appreciate it very much and uh, johnny jimenez thank you says kyle hamilton being a better taylor mays and is a great comparison spot on he's a headhunter with elite closing and i know you mean headhunter in a in a very positive right. way because he um, wasn't again he wasn't trying to hurt anybody and right. he did a good job of just laying the shoulder in right good hit it just it's football, and it's unfortunate. Of course, you never want to see anybody get hurt, and I was worried because he was down on the ground for a long time. Yeah i i don't I don't like the comparison to
2: Taylor Mays. I think they're. I think the, the only thing that I think Kyle has in uh, in in comparison to Taylor Mays is that he's six four. Yeah, and Taylor Mays was basically a, a linebacker. He was not a very athletic guy. Kyle's a much better athlete. Not yeah. just better. I mean, he's a much, much better athlete. He's, he's, uh, so, he's so
1: good getting yeah. getting to places where he needs right. to be. Just, right.
2: we, we did miss a couple, Vince. I think you and I both got booted because there were so many super chats. So there, there are some really? as I'm looking through. Like, I don't see Patrick Barnes had a super chat. Uh, Patrick. I, yeah. Um, I'm so sorry. I thought I good? grabbed them all. But uh, we got booted pretty quick there, Vince. We had a bunch coming in a row, but I think his question was more about like if Jack Cohn uh, doesn't have some misses early and if they don't drop balls, is this a blowout game? And my answer yeah. is heck yes. Yeah, absolutely. Heck yes. Really and, and that's, but see, that's the, the thing back. is that should have been right. the case against Florida State. That should have been the case against Toledo. Eventually, Vince, you guys got to start cleaning this stuff up because I yeah. don't think the offense – look, the offense made some plays, and we're praising you know, Jack Cohn's second half and – you know, Avery Davis and all, but they did they really play that much different as a team this week than they did last week against Toledo? Not a lot. They played harder. They yeah. definitely played harder. Sure. Did they played better. I don't think they played better. Right. All right. But 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 harder. If you're the better team, is going to result in you know plays being made. And this is a Purdue is a better defense than what Toledo had.
1: Absolutely. So
2: so you know I I thought
1: that the success, I thought it was a, a positive. Uh, the Spanky412, thank you very much for the super chat, Spanky. Uh, He says, I'm late to the party. Give me a quick recap on what you guys touched on. P.S., I'm pleasantly surprised at how after the second series, Kelly got the O-line from the worst ever assembled to just bad slash average. Because they played hard. I mean, that's what it hard. boiled down to. And, and look, yeah. we have been calling for that since day one of this That's got to be step
2: one. It that's has it. to be.
1: Look. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. gonna make mistakes from an execution standpoint. It, it's gonna happen, especially with a young line. I, I shouldn't say young line because they're not young. A newly assembled, just like you said it, right?
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: but you you if you're not going hard, if you're not firing off the line, if you're not driving your feet, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if your assignments sound because you're really just get you're just slowing them up. I mean, yeah. bottom line. So they did play harder. I thought. I remember sitting in the stands with you last week and watching guys just stop their feet. I yeah. didn't see that as much today, and I didn't see Zeke Carell yeah. racing the running back down the field right. and not hitting anybody. Not you know what <laughs> I mean? Like those, yes. those things were glaring. There's still plenty
2: mistakes, but sure. If in the point that you're making, Vince, that I, that I that we we've talked about and that I agree with is you can't be fighting. uh you know, it's like. You're fighting a war on two fronts. <laughs> that's a great analogy. Right? Thank you. You're yeah. you're you're fighting the effort war and then the execution war, and you can't. You've got it. You've got to be able to fix one. Hey, we've got the we've we've won that we got this one settled, right? So now let's put all of our resources over into this one, right? right? And, and that's what if they can if they can build off this next step is okay. Now play better, sure. Because I don't think the line played better today. And when I'm referring to better, I'm talking about execution. I don't think the execution was that much better today, but because they played harder, then they allowed the backs to then go do some things. And and so you've got the harder part down. Now don't step back, don't take a step back from that. Now the next step is clean up some technique stuff. The number one technique stuff that you have created as a coaching staff, and then create and then correct make some corrections from other players that are are not necessarily coaching things that you got to clean up. You know, like there was a, a clear mistake on I think the first play of the game. They brought a five-man blitz, and there was nobody to count for. You have five linemen, five guys pressuring, and there was just a linebacker just came running through, and yes. and I thought that was like, you know, you come on, man, you're you're a University of Notre Dame. and Brian Kelly keeps talking about the young guys, and I'm like, six year senior,
1: fifth year senior, yeah. third year
2: starters, a senior and a junior. <laughs> that's, that's why. You that's know?
1: why I corrected myself because they're they're not young. That's the right. thing. They're not young. They're right. They're newly assembled. They haven't played right. together, which is why
2: young. I can live with the mistakes.
1: Right. Absolutely. That's why I'm not
2: being as negative on the offensive line today, even though I don't think they played much better than they did last week because they played hard. Now you can correct the other stuff now moving forward. Absolutely. So, so that's what I liked about from the offensive line today. A lot to clean up though, uh, sure. and, and you're going to be facing the best front seven you're going to face that you face thus far next week against Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. There's nobody as good as George Carlaw but as a unit, it is a much better unit against wisconsin
1: let me ask you this how do you think they played against george carloftis because we didn't really hear his name mentioned a lot but how did he affect kind of the way that they were doing things because I, I i'd didn't have to go back and watch it again he
2: didn't he didn't have a lot of production he had like what two tackles and one and a half tackles yeah. for loss i thought physically he beat them up okay uh but i think they they put a lot of tension on him you know they put joe walt uh, the freshman tackle, they put him at number forty five and, and had him playing some tight end today. And who was that uh, again? Because Joe Alt was it? Joe Alton in forty five? Joe okay. Alt, yeah. Okay, uh, who played tight end in high school? I mean, they just put him in the block. I was hoping they were going to sure. throw him a pass. I'm like, come on, man, give that big boy a throw, but they didn't. Yeah, of uh, but uh, yeah, I'd have to go back honestly, Vince. I, I, I'm not going to answer that one because I'd have to go back okay. and watch it. I didn't specific. Okay. I know I I have the same takeaway. I didn't see Carl just making a lot of plays. I thought that that um, there was a couple times in the run game where he really came screaming off the edge and 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 forced an early cut or something okay. like that, but not a lot. Okay, uh, I'd have to go back and watch it to to really break it down. Okay. But Spanky, the other thing we you know, we kind of talked about the defense. We thought the defense did really well from a coaching standpoint, from an execution standpoint. We thought the jet cone bad first half, great second half. Receivers struggled. Backs are playmakers. And the fact that this offense is—you can take out their best player, your—you know, your next two starting receivers struggle, and you still have weapons and still guys you can go to. There aren't there aren't a ton of teams. And look, I as I've said for now two weeks, and people laughed at me when I said this. I'd rather be Notre Dame than Clemson right now. You know what's going on at Clemson right now? I just turned it on actually. Uh, clemson's beating georgia on. yeah clemson's beating georgia tech 14 to 6 georgia tech has the ball inside the 10 yard line correct clemson has minus they are under clemson has under 300 yards of total offense today wow they're 285 at clemson p.s and, and they're playing georgia tech georgia tech lost to northern illinois in the opener
1: the Huskies, man. That's right. a top 10.
2: Team. Northern Illinois lost to Michigan today 63 to 10. Now I know it's the whole transitive property thing, but come on.
1: Yeah. They right. lost
2: to Northern Illinois and they're about to you know have a chance to tie the they, game up They got a shot you. at
1: it. I mean, they have Are you a watching shot it right it. now, Vince? I just turned it on. It's over here to my right. Okay. So I apologize if I'm distracted. Yeah. Uh Michael Burt just hitting us with a super chat. Thank you, Michael. Really appreciate it very much so, Brandon. Uh, great to meet you today by the way Brandon I wanted to throw that out there it's always nice to put a uh well I mean your face is in your avatar but you know <laughs> a human face with a name uh he says I had to convince at least five different people that our o line is not young it drives me crazy agreed
2: it, because people just take what Brian Kelly says right it, it, it just it's it's the most maddening thing ever it's just like he can say the most outlandish thing and people just suck it up and eat it yes and it's like no, the, there's a difference it's, between youth and, ex, and experience. Right. Right? They're not young. I mean, compared to him, everyone's young, right? Well, but it, yeah. they're not a young football team on the offensive line. They're an inexperience, right. which is, again, why today? You know what? I'm not bashing the line like I, I did last week. Did they play well? No. They were they were bad again. If, if we're just going to grade it, they were not very good today. But they played hard. Right. Right? So, okay, I'm going to give you time to get that group as, as, as one and clean up the mistakes and get everyone on the same page. I'm going to give you time for that. But last week they just didn't play hard. So this whole their young thing is just, yeah, yeah. It's it's and for and for him to say after the game that he thought overall they're playing really
1: well. I mean, (sighs) it's a bit of a stretch. It's I mean you're you're trying to look you're trying to prop your guys up. I get it, but come on, man. Like come on, man. (laughs) It's just yeah. yeah. So anyway, the Spanky is back. Appreciate it, man. For another super chat says Brian. They were much better today. Honestly, after the second series, I'm not saying they were good because they weren't still, but they were still much better than the travesty that I saw last week. Should have had 50 to 60 today, no BS.
2: Here's the thing I'm trying to differentiate between Jason is I'm not there's a difference between better and good. No. Okay. Like to me, what I'm trying to say is there's there's better from in, in different ways. Were they better from an effort standpoint, a toughness standpoint, a physicality standpoint, a, a, a just get after it standpoint? Yeah, they were. But what I care more about is more of are were they better from an execution standpoint? No, they really weren't. And that's the thing. That's ultimately what good or better or worse means. The fact that we even had have to have this conversation shows how poor the the effort was last week, because we're rewarding them for playing hard. Like, think about that, Vince. Yeah, absolutely. We're having a semantic argument about this because they at least played hard. They still were not good. Yeah, absolutely. They still were not good. And and let's be honest Purdue's not a good football team. They rushed for 300, uh, excuse me, they rushed for 120 yards and averaged 3.5 yards per carry today Mm -hmm. against Purdue. You know, if if you want to take, you know, if you, if, Purdue's just not good, guys. They've got some good players, but this is—they're an improved defense. Don't get me wrong; they're an improved defense. But if you take away sacks, they only rushed for 124 yards today. You know, and, and they averaged—you know—they had 5.5 yards per carry, thanks in large
1: part to a 51-yard run. You know, you say but, Notre Dame well only at, the adjusted sack you're rushing was 146 yards. I'm just taking the minuses off. I'm oh, taking okay. Jack
2: Cone's numbers off and I, well, actually I, what I did was Vince, I just added up Buckner, uh, Tyree and Williams. Oh, okay. Right. So they, they've got some Jack Cone stuff probably mixed in there, but I'm just, I'm adding gotcha. up what those, okay. what those three guys did. Okay. Fair enough. And that's where I'm coming from, you know, and then you take, you know, you had the 55 yard run or 51 yard run, which is, which is good. But you know, outside of that, you know, Kyron Williams had 40, 40 yards on eleven carries for three point six per carry. Chris Tyree was at two point six. You know Tyler Buckner went for eight yards carry because he had a scramble on a on a quarterback draw where he had to make people miss in the backfield. Right, right. So execution wise, they were not better today. Uh, they just played harder. And and again, look what happened when they played harder. You know, they were able to spring Kyron Williams free for a big play. And and so again, that's a positive, right? And I'm not trying to I'm not trying to, you know, say, hey, you know, screw it. The defensive line still sucks. I'm just simply saying, or the offensive line still sucks. I'm I'm trying to say the execution did not really get that much better today. I'll go back and watch the film, and I may have a difference of opinion when we do our upon further review tomorrow. But just from watching it live, and but you know. To me, Vince, I just look at it and say, "There's still a long way to go, but at least they have the foundation of playing hard down." Yeah, exactly. Is,
1: and you know, hey man, that's step one. They they they've taken a yeah. step in the right direction. I'll take it. I, I'm not asking for, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, a couple more here, real quick, and I think we'll be good on the super chats at the moment. Uh, Ashley Hill. Says kaboom! Guess who stepped in the room? <laughs> hey Give Drew, you missed. I, I assume she's referring to Drew Brees. Hey Drew, you missed all the holds since you noticed a ghost pass interference. Yeah, uh, I, I had a feeling people are going to be looking.
2: Um... Looking into his comments about Purdue today, I, I, I had a, I had that conversation. With my
1: wife, I was did like, you have the volume up? By the way, were you no, listening to I, it? I never listened. To I a. didn't think so. Okay, so
2: I, I turned it up at one point in time, and it was I'm trying to remember what it was the it was the David Bell penalty because I was trying to hear what they were saying oh. about him being hurt. You sure. know what I mean? Uh, Cause his face bounced off the turf. That was kind of scary. I don't know yeah. if you saw the reap. So I don't know if I flipped so it on my
1: phone because they he hit showing
2: Kyle it. hit him in the back and David's because David's trying to hold on to the ball. His face went right into the turf and bounced. I mean, he hit it hard. Yeah, uh, that's scary. You know, because sure. I've always said those. That's where I've had my injuries and you know, my concussions. Of with one exception, came from if, you know my face, you know, my head hitting the turf. And he hit it yeah. face first. Right. Really scary um you know so I wanted to hear what they were saying about that and then they were talking about the targeting okay so
1: gotcha. you know. well and look I'm not giving Drew Brees a pass because he's supposed to be a professional but this is still the third game that he's ever done right and it's his own team like right. I'm gonna give him a little bit of a pass because I get it right I've had to broadcast you know on the home broadcast team and I was going against my old high school it's tough right mm-hmm. and so I'm gonna give him a little bit of a pass he's a rookie man you know if we're, so mm-hmm. I didn't hear any of it so I don't know anything that he said obviously but I, I didn't really expect much different yeah. I mean, NBC literally at one point highlighted his plays against Notre Dame as the you, you know uh, normally they're highlighting a Notre Dame player mm-hmm. right and, and what they did in the past against that opponent they highlighted Drew Brees for goodness sakes okay so you know they wanted mm-hmm. they, they were hyping him up they wanted to get him excited I appreciate
2: everybody that came out to the tailgate today. It was so much fun to meet y'all and uh, appreciate everybody being part of the show today. Yeah. Uh, Sign up for the message board. Okay. Check out Irishbreakdown.com. And of course, Vince and I will be back tomorrow night after we break down the film and, and we will do our upon further review where we'll give you, you know, as we get a chance to really analyze some things and talk about different parts of the game. So, um, and ours for life says pray for my four legged child. He's been having some problems with his dog has been sick lately. So, uh, you got it, buddy. You absolutely got it. So appreciate that very, very much. So thanks everybody for being with us tonight. Vince, thanks for staying a little later than, uh, than you had originally planned to finish That's the okay. show. I appreciate that. Uh, everybody have a great rest of your day. And hey, listen, folks, for all the issues, three wins, Zero losses. zero
1: losses right exactly. now they got
2: another week to clean some stuff up because it gets real yeah at this point point. Hey, look it we talked real. about the
1: first quarter of the season being a good kind of ease it in first quarter yeah that's now <laughs> in the rear view, okay it,
2: it gets real it's gonna step yeah. up a bit starting yeah. starting this week so absolutely uh so, but they got those w's and now we're gonna find out what uh what this team's made of so thanks for joining us for vince i'm brian Everybody have a great rest of your day. Great rest of your weekend until tomorrow night when we're going to see you again. So take care. Be safe. Enjoy the rest of tonight's college football.